The focus of the story is on Abraham, but it's Isaac who has skin in the game. Abraham was living in the land of the Philistines with his vast wealth and his servants and his wife, Sarah, and his miracle son, Isaac. They should not have been able to have had a son. They were so old that the mere thought of having kids anymore had become laughable. God has a sense of humor. He gave them a son, and they named him Isaac. When Isaac was somewhere between a little kid and a young man, his father Abraham woke up early to cut wood. When he finished, he took Isaac, two servants, and a donkey, and set out for a destination in Moria, revealed to him by God. Probably Isaac noticed that though they wasted no time in setting out on the trip, they were not in a hurry. Dad had not chosen the fastest means of travel available to a rich man with flocks and herds and camels and donkeys. Donkeys are not fast, and one is not enough to speed the travel of Ford people. They would be walking, Isaac noticed. After three days, Dad told the servants that they and the donkey had gone as far as he needed them to. Stay here with the donkey while I and the boy go over there. We will worship, and then we will come back to you. Isaac noticed that the over there was still some distance off. Then he noticed that he would be carrying the wood Dad had cut, and that Dad was carrying the fire and the knife. And let's assume that Isaac noticed right away that they had all the ingredients for the kind of worship he had grown up with, all but one, and that puzzled Isaac, but it did not trouble him. And he waited until the servants were at least out of earshot to say anything about it. After whatever amount of time Isaac thought appropriate, Isaac said, Father, yes, my son, Abraham replied. The fire and wood are here, Isaac said, but where is the lamb for the burnt offering? Abraham answered, God himself will provide the lamb for the burnt offering, my son. And the two of them went on together. And Isaac was no less puzzled, but no more troubled, because what possible reason could he have had to have been? And Dad built an altar from the stones at the place after they had covered the distance, and he put the wood he'd had Isaac carry on the altar. And he tied Isaac up the way you'd tie up the lamb for the burnt offering so that it wouldn't thrash about as you'd slit its throat and wait for the blood to drain. And now Isaac was a lot less puzzled and a lot more troubled, and it became clear to him how much skin he had in the game in this story in which we focus on Abraham. And Isaac's eyes went wild the way I imagined the lamb's eyes would because it would be just as puzzled Wilder, right, because the lamb wouldn't be nearly as troubled being a dumb animal unable to guess its fate rather than either a young boy or a young man who had seen this before and yet was finding himself in a position he'd never for a second expected for himself. And then God spoke. And did Isaac get to hear it too? 
I hope so. How else would he ever in his life make sense of what happened, of what was happening? He must have also heard. Do not lay a hand on the boy. Do not do anything to him. Now I know that you fear God because you have not withheld from me your son, your only son. And then there was a ram caught in the thicket by its horns, Isaac's replacement. And they went home. And one day, much later, Isaac went home to heaven and met his other replacement, his distant grandson, another miracle baby whom God twice described in a voice from heaven to make sense out of what was happening with such a similar phrase as he had used to tell Abraham about his plan to test him with a story that focuses on Abraham but puts Isaac's skin in the game. God had said of Isaac, your only son whom you love, And God tested Abraham. How much did Abraham love God? Enough to offer his son. And God said twice of Isaac's other replacement, my son, whom I love. And God tested himself. How much does God love us? Enough to offer his son. When Isaac went home, he met Jesus, the lamb he'd been puzzled not to see the lamb he'd been deeply troubled to occupy its place, the lamb who'd one day take his. When Isaac went home, he met Jesus. And what could they do but laugh? You and I are dust and breath, loved by God, bought by Jesus. This podcast is written and produced by me, Ethan Cherney, a Wells pastor serving Bethel Lutheran Church of Menasha, Wisconsin. Get in touch on Facebook at Dust and Breath Pod, on Twitter at Dust Breath Pod, or by emailing dustandbreathpod at gmail.com. Outro music arranged and performed by Mr. Peter Shawey, who is like streams of water in the desert. Thank you for listening. Don't forget to subscribe. And if you could leave a review in iTunes or just share an episode on social media, I'd really appreciate it. It's the only way other people can find the show. Now, go do what God made you to do. Be who God called you to be. Go see what God can do with dust and breath and faith in Jesus, his son.